The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who go on this town tonight. Hey, welcome into Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in on the show. Live in studio today on this beautiful Thursday. Demi Lachey is here in, in this studio. Riding solo today. The fellas are out and about. Uh, one is actually both gentlemen are out of town. One is out the country. So uh, he shall be calling in. We also may have a special guest calling in. Uh, CFL champion. Euro Cup. Uh, I'm sorry, not Euro Cup. Grey Cup champion. Uh, CFL uh, Edmonton. Running back Shakir Bell may be calling in here very soon. So we'll get to him uh, coming, coming, calling in soon. I know he has a season coming up and the CFL is ready to kick off and get his input on NFL season. Also, get his input on the NFL, period. Let us know what's going on in Canada and the CFL. Showing love that way as well. But a lot of sports to jump into, um, especially off of yesterday's excitement. Talk about uh, yesterday attended the D-backs game and going to go check out the Arizona Diamondbacks and seeing what's really going on. What is Chip Hale and the team and Paul Goldschmidt? What is going on out there with the Diamondbacks? I know they had a very great spring training and the season has been up and down, uh, mostly down lately. So I went to go figure things out for myself, to go get a inside put and making sure. Just to check out things and see how they are, what's going on in Diamondbacks country. And they had a tough loss yesterday in extra innings to the Philadelphia Phillies. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Also, uh, talk about yesterday. Someone, to get, someone finally got paid. And the funny thing is, I text Kwame and Kurt in my excitement, and they had a whole different opinion about it. And we're talking about Andrew Luck, Indianapolis Colts, Jim Mercy finally pulling the trigger, getting. The deal done, the deal that I've been waiting for for the past two seasons, and they finally met hand-in-hand in, hand in which uh, they, they found an agreement. Andrew Luck is not only signed to the Colts through to 2021, but also he's just signed the largest deal, largest guaranteed contract, longer, largest NFL contract in NFL history. Quarterback Andrew Luck, who is just now about to – just finished up his fourth season in which he pretty much missed uh, after week nine and uh, played a lot of bad football uh, due to a lot of injuries, supposedly. And uh, also, I think he just mechanics were just a little bit off. It seemed he seemed to be a little rusty, but uh, we'll get into that as well later on in the show. Get your opinion on it. Like I said, you call in at 888-346-9144 to join us on the show. Uh Bigger and better news. NBA World tomorrow kicks off the official free agent signing, July 1st. Friday, 
frenzy is gonna it's gonna be crazy. I mean, it's already been pretty uh, pretty eventful leading up to the M, to the NBA draft, and now after the draft, after guys have been drafted, after rosters have been filled a little bit more, uh, I believe that next step now is obviously it's the free agents and. Uh, the circus is really about to begin. And now I think teams know who they're looking forward to get their uh, future started with or who they can go with. And I don't think the trades are going to be done. I remember two years ago, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers drafted Andrew Wiggins. And I thought usually set in stone, you know, once your number one guy gets pecked, uh, especially in the first round, it usually means, you know, you're not going anywhere, especially after draft day, especially going into training uh, summer league down in Orlando or out here in Las Vegas. So uh, it was it was very strange to see not only a first-round draft pick get traded after the summer league or during the summer league, but it, we're talking the number one overall pick. So I think definitely this summer and the way things are right now, uh, some big names being out in the free agent world, you have to take a look at consideration everybody's up for grabs no matter where you were selected no matter where you were drafted depending on where KD goes depending on the roster moves that teams are going to open up to see if they can bring in a big time free agent it's going it's 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 just going to to just get to a moment to a point where Guys can just go anywhere. Don't feel safe, you know, even when you're drafted, even if you're the number one overall pick in Ben Simmons. I mean, anything can happen at this point. I mean, I've, I've seen it come to reality two years ago in Andrew Wiggins and, you know, yeah, big-time name LeBron James, anything can happen. Well, Kevin Durant, to me, top five player, top three player in the NBA, superstar level, uh, championship-hungry individual, chasing for that ring, I mean, I, I believe anything could still happen. You know, any team could pull the right trigger. If you can lure in a couple more free agents to build something new, if he doesn't go back to Oklahoma City. So I know there's being a lot of a lot of meetings are being held, especially tomorrow. And, you know, we look down the break point of each skill position. I remember Kurt brought this question up to me um, on Tuesday, after Tuesday show. He just mentioned how, you know, position by position, which guy and which which guy is the most valued by each position, especially uh on the free agent list. And I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, you know, by position, obviously I'm looking at point guard. Um uh, yesterday I mentioned Mike Conley Jr.'s name and Obviously, it's it's he has a couple meetings set up. He has one set up with Memphis starting tomorrow, one with Dallas, and pretty much after that, which me and Kurt kind of agreed on, was there's not many names to follow up after that in which you could pull the trigger on. I like the talent. I like the young aspect of Jordan Clarkson. That brings a strong name after the in the point guard position. I think he showed a lot of promise even with the downtime and. Uh, the struggle he had out in L.A. during Kobe's last little run. But, I mean, Clarkson showed some promise. You know, he just two years fresh in the NBA already, uh, free agent. And if he doesn't go back to L.A., I mean, look out. Put that kid around some winners, around some talent, and especially around a group of experienced individuals who can get him on to that next level and just used to winning as a team environment. 
you know, who knows? Who knows what this kid could bring to the table? He's a big, strong point guard. Like I said, a lot of youth in him, a lot of still very young. You know, he just scratched the surface. And he played on the big-time level as well. He played on the bigger platform playing with the L.A. Lakers, period. Not only that, you're playing alongside uh, the rock and roll showcase that Kobe Bryant has put on the NBA the last two seasons. And uh, it's, it's a lot of limelight. It's a lot of pressure. So, and that kid, you know, he came out and balled. He came out and showed that, you know, he is competitive and that he can't get the job done. So that's a, that's another big name I would definitely be aggressive on. But also uh, going on to the shooting guard position, it just depending on what your team is needing. What what can you bring to the table? Obviously, everyone is looking for that next shooter, that next Clay Thompson type figure who can just, just knock down shots at that two position but also can defend bigger individuals who could, de- who could defend that number two, number three position and, be honest with you, I don't. I don't think we're going to see another Clay Thompson for, for a while, for for a minute. I say this because it's a lot of great shooters coming out of high school right now who are in college, but they don't have that six seven six eight figure, and that that type of talent is hard to find. I I just don't see it coming, just anytime soon. And who's gonna? You know, keep that window open for a younger individual to come in like that. Who is going to just pull the trigger on some of these other free agents like Eric Gordon who's looking to join on the team? I know rumors talking about him going to the showcase of the New York Knicks. And be honest with you, I like the way that the Knicks are going with things. They're being very aggressive. I don't know if it's Phil Jackson behind this or it's just finally things are getting on board. But at least they're trying to attempt to bring in and lure some big-time free agents. We do here have on the line Shakira Bell, like I told you while I was calling in, all the way from Canada, from Edmonton, just finishing up CFL camp, and hopefully he's hopefully he's woke out there. I know it's pretty early. I know on his standpoint, but we do have here him here on the lines as well. Shakira, how you doing? Yeah, bro, I'm all good. Hey, man, it's good to hear from you. See, uh, see you uh, wrapping up camp, and uh, you getting. Back to life. I, I guess you all taking a little break here before the the real season gets started. I mean, obviously there's no break, there's no off season. You always yeah. in the playbook and always uh, at practice and getting your reps in and everything. But kind of gives you a, a little sense of calm though before the season gets going, huh? Yeah, I mean we uh, we played our first game last week uh, uh, against the team we played in the Great Cup Championship last year. Oh wow! And it was a nail biter. Uh, went down to the went down to overtime and we ended up uh, just making too many mistakes to win the game. But yeah, we uh, we had our home opener last week uh, last Saturday, and it was it was a really good game, man. This uh, this CFL season is going to be pretty exciting. Okay. And right now, uh, is yeah. it is it just the uh, preseason now, or is it it's the real deal right now? Real deal oh, game. Oh no, we had, we had our first regular season game last week, but we had oh, wow. our first bye week. Yeah. Uh, last uh, this week, right now, we're in the middle of our uh, our bye week. So right now, everybody's just taking a little time off before we have our 14 uh, week stretch. Yeah. Because uh, in the CFL, there's two bye weeks throughout the season, and uh, for some reason, my last two seasons here, well, this is my second season, but uh, these last two seasons, our bye weeks have been the first week. Well, after our first, after the first week, and then like towards the end of the season. So like last year was last week. This year is yeah. uh, week fifteen. So yeah, we're, we 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 have those those long game stretches. So these early bye weeks 
actually uh, help us get our body back. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, so yeah, y'all, y'all definitely getting right back into it. And not only that, you're playing against a team you just played against what about four months ago, three, four months ago, right? Yeah. And yeah, but that's, and yeah. the crazy thing is that everything in the CFL. Um, it's totally different from last year. I mean, you got great guys, four star, five star caliber guys that was traded to traded to other teams. So, uh, I, I I really encourage a lot of people that's in the state. If you got time, if you you know, whenever there's this dry spell, when there's just golf and baseball uh, and other and other stuff on, you know, whenever there's no basketball, or no NFL, or no uh, college football or anything on. You know, turn to ESPN two, turn to ESPN three, catch you a CFL game, man. It's a lot of good talent over here. There's a lot of guys that you'll be looking watching me like, man, I remember him from high school. So I, mean, right. I remember him from college. Or right. I remember him from whenever he did play in the NFL. Right. So definitely, okay. if, you, if you guys are listening, you should watch a couple of CFL games. You know, I like that. I, li- I like how you mentioned, you know, seeing individuals who are, you know, were at home names or guys you were familiar with and people you grew up with and. You, they still doing it at a professional level. I like the the outlook on those mm-hmm. things. Uh, we we are going to jump into our first break here, though. But after the break, we got Shakir Bell here on the lines. We're going to get more to that that same type feeling of you know showing the love towards the CFL and what they're getting out of it out there and in Canada. So we'll be we're going to take this quick break. You listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demry Lachey, and we'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and ray austin are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in second segment of Kwame Lasher Sports Talk Show. Demi Lachey is here in studio, riding solo for the day. We do have Shakir Bell, the phenomenal running back out there in Edmonton. Yo, yo, yo. Eskimos, Edmonton Eskimos, CFL, great cup champion. I can't believe I'm saying that already. Uh, Shakir Bell, a champion. Um, getting the season kicked off already. He didn't mention how they just played against the team that they just played against three, four months ago. That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. Like you yeah. said, I mean, you make a lot of offseason movements, a lot of changes. A lot of guys get traded or maybe get a call to the NFL, maybe – 
you know, calling yeah. it quits, calling it a career. And then you're playing against a team that you just beat out in the world championship um, for the CFL. And it's just like, man, like, we got to play these guys once again. These are the, uh, the top team, you know, that we just played yeah. against. So um, yeah. how did that sit on y'all in week one? I mean, it's, it's the culture of the CFL. You know, like, okay. um, there's only nine teams over here. So you're going to see a team at least at least twice, you know, tw- twice throughout the season. Right. Um, there's twenty. There's a 22-week stretch. And like I said, there's two bye weeks thrown in there, too. So um, along, with your two, along with your two preseason games, there's 20 games you got to play. So you're going you're gonna to get the best of each of uh, every team. And you get to see them two times. I mean, last year there was sometimes we played some teams four times. Right. You know, it's, it's it's really different up here, you know, coming from the States where, you know, you only get to see a guy or see a certain team once, you know, throughout the season. Oh, yeah. But it's definitely different out here. It, it, it gets the, the competitiveness a lot more uh, – it's a lot more amp. Like, you get to know these guys a little bit more, you know. And, okay. And like I said, man, it, it's it's crazy over here. Because uh, it's kind of like a forgotten league, you know. In Canada, uh, hockey is really big. Of course, but it's it's starting to change a little bit more now. Now that uh, Adidas have really got into sponsoring the CFL and um, TSN, which is uh, just like how um, ESPN is over in the states. TSN is covering a lot more um, uh, Canadian games and Canadian football games, and it's, it's it's just a great culture right now over here. Okay, yeah, I mean, I could see that happening for sure. Um, I remember, I don't know if you remember uh, Manny Shakira, who went to Indiana State, played basketball. He was from Canada. Yeah. Uh, he used to always talk about growing up. He didn't really, he watched the NFL, but he didn't get that much into it. He was more of a CFL fan. So he used yeah. to praise about, you know, growing up and seeing the CFL and how much the impact that culture was and yeah. how it really just obtained the level of, just you know, just excitement over the CFL, exactly. and that was the first time I've ever heard and got acknowledged of wow, this that's a real true league, and it's you know people really you know dedicate themselves, and they're gonna watch some great football being played. Period. They're gonna watch exactly. a great sport. that's you know, happening. You know, you know how people, um, how some people really like college sports, right. and they like uh, pro sports. Yeah, like me. It seems like the the college guys have more to fight for because they're trying to get back. They're trying. They're trying to show that they're the top guy. So that they can get in the, the NBA or NFL. I get you. It's yeah. kind of the same way over here. You know, this it's kind of the same way over here. I compare it kind of like the D League. You know, a lot of people don't like that comparison, but me personally, professional football, professional basketball, it's professional. It's professional sports. Mm-hmm. So you know, like over here, there's a lot of guys that's still trying to fight to get over in the NFL, and that's trying to fight to you know just keep their career uh, afloat. So you just see a little bit more fire in everybody's eyes. And you know you typically would you typically would see in NFL. All right, you talk about comparing it to the D to the D League. I am I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those guys who who would tell you I, I think it's a significant difference between the NBA D League and the NBA compared to CFL and the NFL. I say this because I think it's the same amount of talent. What's going on in the CFL and the NFL? I think it's the same talent. Yeah. Just. More money's one way. Obviously, it's a bigger empire franchise that's going on one way than the other. Besides that, I mean, the game is a little different as well. The rules are, you know, totally different. But the NBA and the NBD, it's the same thing. Same game, less talent. I'm be honest with you. I've seen D-League plays. 
And I've seen guys even on the bench in the NBA who can walk in the gym, ball out, drop 40 in the D-League, and then come back and won't even get two minutes. Whereas the CFL guy, I can see him, he gets to the NFL. I've seen success. I've seen great stories happen. You don't hear about that. So I am one of those guys, but I think I see it in a different way of, I, I'm, I'm more of seeing, giving the love to the talent and understanding and yeah. seeing it myself rather than what's going on with the D-League. So, I, de- I, I, definitely, I definitely respect that and agree with that, too. Uh, I definitely agree with your point. Just because uh, I've seen a lot of guys that's, that's come over here right. from, you know, big-name schools, Alabama, Clemson, you know, those, those really big-name schools that actually were that had went into the NFL but couldn't really even make this roster, couldn't even make this team. Because it's, it, there's a different dynamic. Okay. In the CFL, it's a 46-man roster. Um, twenty to I, I, it's either twenty or twenty-three of those players have to be Canadian. You know, they have to be from Canada. Okay. So that really shortens the picking down for who makes these rosters. Wow. So it, it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. It's it's about twenty to twenty to twenty-five to twenty-one guys that are Americans on the team. You know, so right. there, it, it's 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 a it's, it's definitely a, um, a league that's hard to get in, and people really downplay it. But like I said, if you watch the games and you watch the, the talent and the actual, you know, overall, just the overall, if, you, if you're a people's person that, that likes following careers and stuff like that, the mm-hmm. CFL has just a, a bunch of character of, <laughs> of just talent, you know. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy you mentioned that. It, it's it's like two different, almost two different worlds in which we, you're saying it. Um, now, what? Obviously, you have a lot of passion about you know what's the growth of the CFL, and you feeling you know that it could be presented more in the U.S. What more? What 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 stands out to you? I know you mentioned uh, obviously the talent as well. You like the uh, advantage of uh, it bringing it towards like college football, where guys are pretty much. You know, putting their all into it, it's not all about the money. Yeah. It's literally just fighting to get to that next chance, that next level. What uh, what else intrigued? What what all intrigued? Is, is that mostly it? Is that why you want, you know, the U.S., us as Americans, or what's going on down here in America football to get more intrigued with the CFL? What's your biggest um, picture that get behind it? Because, you know, I, I'm here for it. I'm, I want to support more the CFL. I watch some of the games, and I see, yeah. the, like, the talent is there. If y'all like football and – like you just mentioned, you know, it's a dead season with the big three sports being dead right now. I mean, obviously baseball is going on, but nobody watches baseball until yeah. September, it seems like. You know, that's the motive. Yeah. So exactly. what what can you say to us and the listeners out here that will intrigue us to, you know, get more to the CFL this summer? Besides y'all going for another great cup. <laughs> well, uh, really I, I would just say if you just look in the stands and you see the – the excitement in the fans that's here, you know, um, people that are from Canada, they're definitely very passionate. Like even if, if you watch the uh, the finals and you've seen Toronto, uh, um, how how much love their their fans show. I mean, if you just listen to the commentators, even uh, Stephen A. Smith was just you know bo- boasting just about how how passionate the fans was, just because I mean he he was talking bad about Toronto and the Raptors, the Raptors of course, but the fans, man, it's really it's really like. There's there's just a great sense of pride about about Canadian sports, you know. Like we have we have an amazing stadium at Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commonwealth seats can can seat hundreds, hundreds of thousands. But uh, oh, wow. 
like I said, you, you just you just notice that people are very passionate about their sports up here. And I love Edmonton. Edmonton's a great city. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the second biggest mall in the world, something I didn't know about whenever I got here. Um, and it, it's really just like a, a, a very, very tight-knit community right. in a big city. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, 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 I, and like I said, the, the main thing that I would tell people there in the States is, is just follow up with the guys that you know you watched back in uh, you watched back in college or anything like that. Um, right now on our team, we have myself at running back. A uh, prime example would be you know myself being at running back, being from Indiana State, coming from the things that I came from to overcome and pursue and still pursue my dream. And there's guys like me. We have uh, I, I think I think you might even remember uh, Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight played at USC. Of yeah, he, he he plays here. He's on my team. Um, he played at USC. He played in the NFL. He played, yeah, I was about to say he had a he had a little stint in the NFL. And yeah, remember the yeah. talent, the drop off. I mean, you're talking about guys who come from the NFL. That's funny because sorry to cut you off, but I know like uh, back in the day when we were younger, Ocho Cinco he tried to CFL. To tried to yeah. CFL. I mean, you get these big name guys who from the NFL try to compete in the CFL, but it's it's not the same. You know, it's yeah. so I, I get that. I, I do get that. Yeah. So Joe and, McKnight, and it's that's crazy. crazy. It's crazy to me that, um, you know, I, I'm very into documentaries and, you know, going back on your history and paying attention, all that type of stuff. There are so many, there are so many players that either made the transition from the NFL to the CFL or to the CFL back to the, uh, to, to the NFL. And okay. like, 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 like you said, man, the talent, the talent is is there, you know. The talent is in both leagues. I mean, there's guys that 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 are up here that could, that I feel like can play, you know, can play play in the CFL. I mean, yeah. NFL. So, like I said, man, it, the the main thing that I would tell people if they if they if they don't know anything about the CFL, or CFL, if they want to watch the CFL, just follow up with some of the guys that's on there. Like, look at the roster, look at the rosters, and be like. Man, I remember Marcus Howard whenever he played at Georgia, or I remember Joe McKnight. Yeah. Or I, you know, there there are guys that you know that that can play, and it's definitely exciting up here. That's that's phenomenal, man. That's a good, that's a great story. That's I mean, that's a great way to to follow up, and you know, I hope that you know America, this country, can start following up more with the CFL because you know the, the NFL obviously they, it's a top headline. It's America's game, America's sport. I get that, but there's also other talent that's being presented. There's also other great games and sports. Because it's funny, because even the other day this week, earlier this week, we were talking about you know like U.S. soccer and will they ever yeah. be great? Will they ever be even you know just on that next level of up there with you know, Spain, Germany, with the big countries? Just can yeah. they be competitive to the point where you're talking bringing home championships and medals and and at this point right now, it's it's not because America's not really following up to soccer. I don't think we have our best athletes in soccer, period. I mean, you see our best athletes, period, are NBA, NFL, baseball. That's what we exactly. put in our hearts. Heck, even swimming and golf. It's better athletes that's focused on other things besides soccer. And they're trying to make it a big deal now in the U.S. And it's just like, well, none of our better athletes are there. Same thing with That's CFL. Good. I think it seemed like a lot of our athletes are all getting to CFL right now, but there has to be, I guess, you, like you were saying, 23 guys on each team. 
from Canada, but the rest of the roster you're talking about is all American. They are guys who we exactly. used to seeing and getting a chance to play at a professional level. But we do have to jump to this second break. I want to. I, I got so many more questions to ask you, Shakir. I hope you can uh, hang around for a little bit more after no this. Problem. After this next break, we're going to discuss you know a little of the fun side of the CFL. I got a lot of questions about this championship run and some great nights. I guess that has happened to to a champion. Yeah. So you listen to Kwame Lassen's Sports Talk Show with Demi Lachey, Shakir Bell here on the line. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, 888-346-9144. Show's going by pretty fast. Demi Lachey is here in studio, riding this thing solo. We got Shakir Bell here on the lines, calling all the way from Canada, Edmonton. Yo. Y'all better wake up. Y'all better wake up. We global out here. So, uh, speaking of, I'm going to switch gears a little bit, Shakir, because I know you're a little basketball fan, and uh, you've seen the free agency world go go around a little bit. Uh, how yeah, do you feel? What? And I know you, you like you. You're a LeBron fan, so LeBron obviously got his ring. He he, he did he his thing that. for the city. He he, he finally that. it took him long enough, but he he's he's got it done. <laughs> Honestly, he I can't call him the king yet, but the chosen one he is. He he was the, he is the chosen one. He the chosen okay. one to get bring a ring to Cleveland and to go through those odds. I mean, he he's done it. Now what? Listen. But now what? Listen, listen. That's this, all I want to hear. This is my thing on the LeBron James topic. I, I, I'm, a, I'm such a LeBron James fan because even though he's really, right now, he's literally the greatest basketball player playing right now. He's, okay. he's the greatest basketball player. He's the best. People still try to find a reason not to like LeBron James. You know, and I have to support that. I have to support greatness, that just, just blatant greatness that people don't want to like. 
And I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of that because I don't like people trying to you know trying to throw shade on on, on just people being great. Right. Ron's an activist. He does things in the community and really like think about it. The man was down. They were down three one in the finals. Three one. I agree. Against the statistically best team in NBA history, against one of the statistically best shooters in the NBA's history, and he brought his team back. Two forty, two forty point games, and then tr- drop a triple double in Game Seven. Well, Shakir, yeah, go ahead. Absolutely, no other thing more clutch than that. Well, Shakir, a lot of people are saying now, and I agree with your standpoint. You did make some great mm-hmm. points. A lot of people are saying Kyrie bought this championship to Cleveland. Oh, oh, Kyrie definitely had a big point. Listen, Kyrie wanted his first ring. Okay, and, 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 and that's what Kyrie did. Okay, I, I mean, listen, it's a team <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a team thing. I get it. LeBron, LeBron James has never won a ring by himself. You know what I'm saying? Kobe never won a ring. Kobe might have won one ring by himself, but that yeah. you know, you know. But like I said, everybody everybody needs a great wingman. Right, right. And if people, if if anybody want to say Kyrie brought the ring, then he brought he helped bring the ring in my eyes. Okay. Because everybody needs that great wingman. Listen. It, it was it was a fact from anybody LeBron anybody that's a LeBron James fan. It's a fact that he wasn't going to beat them by himself. Like before the series even started, they knew that LeBron James was not going to beat that team by himself. Right. You know, right. That, that's that's statistically the best team that's ever been in NBA's history by the by the Golden State Warriors. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's greatness. That's. I mean, I I agree with that. I agree. I. I, I can't really fall into the whole aspect of Kyrie Irving bought this to championship. Yeah, he had a great no. four four games, maybe maybe five. Game one and game two, there was no Kyrie anywhere. Yeah, he he, no, he dropped a lot no of points, but he took a lot of shots. LeBron yeah. LeBron played pretty consistent, except for one game, in which. Yeah, I feel like he gave up in the fourth quarter, third quarter. He just he just gave in, but. He did show enough initiative in the last three games to come back and and dominate and win that series. So, I, I'm just you got to give it to LeBron. I mean, statistically, <laughs> women lie, men lie, numbers don't. Those numbers don't lie, in which the impact he brought to the table. I mean, Kyrie was phenomenal. I think he's now put yeah. himself. He outplayed Stephen Curry. I think he put himself yeah. now in that superstar tier. He's he's in the room. He can you can open the door for Kyrie. He's walking in. I don't know if you can put him at the table yet, but he's in the room. <laughs> he's definitely in the room now. He may get a, he may get a to go plate. Thanks for coming. Like exactly. it's, but <laughs> get you some Tupperware. <laughs> right. Like it. I don't know if I could put him, sit him down with Curry and LeBron and KD yet. But KD's still chasing that yeah. ring. Who knows where he's, he's going to end up? And you know, and you know, that's my that's my big thing. You know, everybody looks looks and wants to be so critical about LeBron right. because of the decision and because him crowning himself king and you know doing all these things. But I just want everybody to look at everybody else. You know, I want everybody to look yeah. at Melo. I want everybody to look at KD. I want everybody to look at and, and I want everybody to look at Steph Curry. B- that, that's the biggest thing with me. You know, because if, if LeBron would have done the things that Steph Curry did this year. And then with a choke, that's what it was. That mm-hmm. was a choke. That they choked. That's yeah. a choke. You know, like they just came. They they just came from a series where they was down three one and did something amazing and then and won against Oklahoma. That right. was amazing, phenomenal. They have Steph Curry was the unanimous unanimous <laughs> MVP vote. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> 
don't know what unanimous. No, I do. I do know what unanimous mean. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I, I don't. I know the meaning of it, but I don't know what the NBA did does. That's my opinion. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. Maybe it's on me. Maybe it's me. <laughs> this is the first year in like seven or six or seven years where LeBron James didn't get one in uh, one uh, first, number one first ballot MVP vote. Right. Right. So I say all that to say this. Why isn't everybody looking at Steph Curry like, oh, you're a choke artist, oh, this, that, and the third? Just be, and, and if it was LeBron and, and Steph Curry's shoes right now, oh, everybody be throwing the book at LeBron. Because Steph Curry and got a baby face. Because Steph Curry. No, no, listen. listen. <laughs> Just look at Steph Curry's face, look at LeBron's face. That's why. <laughs> LeBron got that grown man. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> Steph Curry look 14. You can't yell at no 14 year old. Can't do nah, that. Nah, yeah. Nah, they, 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 got, they got to throw the book at him. No, I think Steph Curry just put the most. Curry. I think Curry just put the most pressure on himself now entering this NBA season. So he he put himself up there, you know, as unanimous MVP, uh, two time MVP, back to back champion. So now. Man. Now I think he put himself out there. I think he just literally put the, the pressures on now. So I think now, like you were saying, the pressure that KD carries, that Melo, LeBron, no one, no one has it at LeBron's level. But the pressure season in, season out, I think Curry has now done that to himself. A lot of pressures on that Golden State Warriors team, and they're going to pursue Kevin Durant like no other starting tomorrow. So. Who knows? I don't. I don't think KD is going to go anywhere. I think he still can stay at Oklahoma City. He, they, he, they had, they had Golden State beat with what they had. That's true. And That's now, true. and they would have gave LeBron them a run as well if they would have made the finals, especially That's beating true. that team. If they would have went four one or even four yeah. two, they choked. They choked as well. Oklahoma City choked as well. But so many moves. Derrick Rose now leaving Chicago, going to New York. Big that's move. crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a big move, but I don't think it's enough for New York at all. I, I, don't, I don't think that's yeah, a good move for New York. I, I see what Phil Jackson doing, like showing the fans, hey, at least I'm trying. No, you're the New York Knicks. You got money. You got marketing. You got to go bigger than that. I'm sorry. Derrick Rose yeah. is not it. And I, I, feel, I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I feel like there's going to be some uh, some bigger moves with other than that uh, D. Rose deal, man. Like, I, I, think, I think that... Uh, if they actually, I mean, Phil said that they was actually pursuing KD too. So you never know. If that's it, that's if not KD, going to. KD, Przingis, Melo, D Rose, they get they get something somebody to come off the bench. Melo, yeah, Melo hasn't won a dang on thing in New York, so I don't see Nothing. KD going there and say, "Hey, we can get this together." No freaking way. He ain't got the juice like Kevin Durant. He don't have the juice like Russell Westbrook. I'm not sold on Carmelo Anthony. He just gonna have to figure yeah. it out on his own. I'm sorry. There's, and they are pretty seasoned. They're pretty old now. But like I said, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you. And you're right. It's just it's just all opinions, and I don't know the facts. I'm not no. I'm not Kevin Durant. I'm not Melo. I'm not Phil Jackson. But yeah, you know they talk about bringing in Joe Kim Noah. You just need a point guard to me that could play a whole season. I, I don't know if I'm too sold on yeah. Derrick Rose. And you got to play consistent for 18 million. Right. That's yeah. I mean, that's Joakim Noah, I think he still is a pretty promising center. I mean, what is the center nowadays? I think it's one dominant center who can score and could defend, and that's DeMarcus Cousins. Other than that. Got to be Cousins. Yeah. I was about to say, got to be Cousins. Oh, you know, come on now. Come on. You know you but know, I know my ball a little know, bit. You know, you know who's really nice now? Uh, Towns. 
Towns for the Timberwolves. I love. Oh, I, he's love always, I like the Timberwolves. Right. He, he's on his way. I, I maybe a little too early to throw him out there. He just did win Rookie of the Year and everything. He's a great talent, but. Yeah. If he lead that team to the playoffs, kind of like an Anthony Davis did in his first, what, two or yeah. three years, I like Minnesota team. I like that young group. And that's what I want to see, like, in New York. Get a young group. Get something started around a veteran. You already got Carmelo. You got Porzingis, Porzingis who's a great young talent. Keep building hey, around like that. Porzingis. Yeah. Porzingis is big. Keep putting around that. But Phil Jackson promised to bring in big names. And right now your biggest name you ever bought in the town was Derrick Rose. I'm not exactly. sold. And you got you got more to do. You got more to do. Um, switching gears, man. Uh, I love hearing your passion about LeBron James. Just real quick, I mean, what what do you feel? What what's next for LeBron? What is next? I mean, it's contract year. You never know. Like, what what are you looking for? What are you looking for next for LeBron James? I mean, he already won a championship for Cleveland. He's yeah. he went back to Cleveland. He now you know the year of a year contract. I know what he's doing. He's just bringing in some guaranteed money. I get that, but what do you what do you expect out of this guy? What next? What do you want to see? Obviously, more championships, but where? When? I mean, it's it's not even a, it's not even a, a thing about where with me right now. I love that he's in Cleveland. <laughs> I love the I love what they built. I mean, you got to think about it. If you gotta if you have any any nephew, any niece, a daughter or a son that's you know six years old, they've never seen a they've never seen a finals without LeBron James in it. You know that's. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's you know? Jordan like. That right. Yeah, he he takes his team to the finals every year for the last six years. You know that's 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 tough. So like me personally, I'm just looking for LeBron just to keep on doing what he's doing. You know, keep being the 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 activist that he is because that I, that's what I pay attention to a lot too. You know, the man's put thousands of kids through college. You know, that's that's big. Yeah, that's big. And you know, I, I just I just want to see him go out there and you know keep doing what he's doing, man. Keep being great and keep proving people wrong. I'm all about proving people wrong, and I love the fact that he just keeps doing it. Yeah, I I agree with how LeBron. He's he's definitely building his empire, and it's crazy that he's still actually playing the game of basketball, still professionally doing it, but. I mean, he, he's he's doing all of this. He kind of reminds me of a Floyd Mayweather, but he still has years to go. Rather than Floyd was pretty much doing this, and then he was out the door. LeBron is doing yeah. this now. LeBron, Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan was building an empire a little bit, but not like you know. You got Warner Brothers deal. You have, uh, you have like you said, his scholarships building that for the city of Cleveland, not only for. Kids in Ohio, but kids anywhere can jump jump on the scholarship. Uh, it's it's so many things that LeBron. You got Nike. You have you know everything else. Yeah. So he's building a pizza, in, like, his own like, pizza empire. I'm like, what the? What is this? He got his own <laughs> agency. Like he's still yeah. playing and he's signing Ben Simmons and John Wall. Are you flipping kid? Yeah. And then obviously people are saying, you know, it's not him. It's Maverick. No, that are you kidding? Somebody providing that money. It ain't drug money coming in. That's that's exactly. it's coming from. That's clean money. All right. Exactly. This man, I, I, and, and the thing, the thing with, I feel like, I feel like after this championship, he's establishing. I mean, he was established in Cleveland because he's been there for. You know, he was there and then he went to Miami and now he's there again. But I feel like this is this is a good like. You know, we're here now. Cleveland's here now. I feel like if he can maintain those dom- that dominance in Cleveland, you know, he could win probably two or three more there. Yeah. Easily. 
before before you just feel like doing whatever you want. This is the this is the thing about the new era of basketball now. Uh, it, it's totally different. You know, team guys don't stay with teams for like Kobe did for 18 seasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Guys don't do that anymore. So LeBron is like the 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 rebirth of what's about to really be happening in the NBA. Yeah. Because once guys win rings, they're not just going to stay where they're at. I feel like LeBron can win about two more rings in Cleveland and then go ring win rings somewhere else. Like win a ring somewhere else. You know. Who else has went to went a dominant player has went to three different teams, let alone two different teams, and led them to a championship? You know that's that's just, that's many. just looking in the future of what of what could happen. Not many, but a lot of people are are going to the sense the NBA is now to a point where you're just selling yourself short, where you're just ready yeah. to go join a bigger, get a big three, get a big four going rather than just doing this on your own because obviously you get a lot more love or even like LeBron I think this was LeBron's championship obviously because he was the leader of this team Kyrie Irving was a is a great talent who's still going into his prime he's not all the way there yet so I think it was more this is the first one where LeBron actually like took in it was his so you got to respect him on that and then like some of the moves he pulled especially the whole thing over Draymond Green leg out of or face, I, I don't like all that. I don't. That's the things I don't like about LeBron. You know, that's 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 that's, that's basketball stuff. I mean, there's all, there's always categorized uh, things that you don't like about basketball players. That's character, I mean, man. Everybody, everybody got something about them that they don't like about I, a, I back, a certain basketball player. I get it, but that 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 character, that, those moves he pull, I, I don't respect it. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you do you got so much, and I'm you know you're not perfect. I get it, but yeah. heck, you could. I I don't know. You could. I don't mind the flopping. That's what you do. If you flop, you flop. But the whole I I, I can't. I that's disrespectful. That's too disrespectful. Hey, I can't man, respect you, that you, one. They, they not mic'd up down there. You don't know what Draymond said to him. Doesn't know? matter. Hey, you you might got to get stepped over because of some stuff. You man, said. no, ain't, ain't nothing that ain't nothing that deep, Shakir. I've never <laughs> seen you do that on the field. I know on the football field, it's a lot more being talked about on the. Hey, we got to jump into this. We got to jump into this last break. After the break, we're gonna uh, finish up here with Shakir Bell. It's been a fun show so far. So, coming up our last segment, I got some good questions for this young gentleman here on the line, calling in from Canada, CFL Edmonton Eskimo running back Shakir Bell. Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports okay sports fans here's your opportunity to discuss football america's favorite sport on an annual basis millions of people attend watch and listen to football both pro and college ray ellis sports an internet talk radio show was developed with the fan in mind join host former philadelphia eagles and cleveland browns strong safety ray ellis on voice america sports every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fans perspective tune in every tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines and I'm honored to be the National Chair 
for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Welcome back in. Kwame Last Sports Talk Show. Demi Lachey is here in the building. Got Shakir Bell here on the lines calling from... Uh, y'all was jamming a minute ago. Edmonton. I mean, we could get it going. We, we could keep <laughs> it going. We could keep that thing going if you want. Uh, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. All right, all right, all right. Super producer back there doing his thing. He always, he always does his thing. So, uh, last segment, man. You know, I got some questions for you, Shakir. Shoot. You know, I don't hold back. And I don't care who's listening. They're going to enjoy it as well. So, <laughs> you just won a championship. Don't you yeah. got, you got something in your closet, something in your, in your top, I don't know, top drawer uh, next to the socks? You got a ring. <laughs> you, got, you got a nice little bling, yeah. bling ring, and I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, our, our uh, GM, Ed Hervey, uh, he told us at the beginning of the year that he was going, um, he was going to do something special for us if we end up winning it all. And yeah. We went on the 10 game winning stretch. We ended up finishing Ooh. our season last year, 16 or four, uh, went to the great cup, did our thing. And whenever we got back up here this year, he handed us a $21,000 ring. Wow. A piece. A piece. Yeah, the, yeah, man, it's uh, got the most diamonds in a CFL ring ever. Um, on the inside, it's inscripted. It says "Once an Eskimo, always an Eskimo." And you know, it's just uh, it's just a, uh, it's just something something that was kind of kind of indicative of our hard work. You know, like just really showing us that, like, hey, y'all y'all put in that work. So right, <laughs> twenty the results twenty one a p. Hold on now, because we show love here to Edmonton Edmonton Eskimos. For a whole year now, I'm just asking for at least a thousand some. I just need a class ring or something. Hey, GM or owner, I'm about to make that call, man. Hold on now. We'll talk about yeah, that later. I, I, I did something pretty. I did something pretty big. I uh, I made sure I got it on my pinky ring so that I can give it to my mom, and then uh-huh. eventually when my daughter grows up, she'll be able to wear it. She'll so, be able to wear it. Okay. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's a big. It's a, it's a, it was a pretty big accomplishment, man. But this year is about to be crazy. Uh, we're we're, to re- we're definitely planning on repeating. Uh, man, we got so much talent, man. Yeah. Like so much talent on our team, and we have a whole new coaching staff, brand new coaching staff. Coach mm-hmm. Jason Moss. He's uh, he came from. He actually was the offensive coordinator last year for the team that we played against in the Great Cup. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he came. He's taken over the head Rams and. Uh, it's just been great playing for Coach Moss, really, man. Like great. our uh, our tempo is so much different. We we play. He's an offensive coach. Our coach last year, Coach Chris Jones, yes. he was more of a defensive uh, type guy. And this year's just been a breath of fresh air, just being around a guy that's 
basically uh, all all with the all with making sure people make plays on offense. Okay, like, uh, we got we got we got talent all yeah. throughout our offense, man. Great, great. So that's what I was going to ask. So what's what's the what's the goal for the season? I know you said championship. Is it, do you feel the pressure of like a, now that you're back in the city from the fans or from the outsiders, from the media? Is it championship or bust type year? I don't want to put that stigma on you, but what's the feeling of it? For for us, uh, I know for us on offense, um, we're we're shooting we're shooting at just being the best offense that's ever came out of uh, came out of the CFL. Mm-hmm. You know, we got uh, we're being headlined by my roommate, my teammate, um, one of my brothers on the team, Darrell Walker. Uh, he's number eighty-seven, and when I tell you that Darrell is lights out, showtime, big time. I mean, just just watch a game. You'll see number eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. He's gonna just jump over a guy to catch a ball. He's gonna spin off a guy. I mean, the, the guy he played at Texas A&M with Johnny Manziel. And, uh, oh, okay. you know, he play, he was with, yeah, he was with Tennessee for a while last, last, before last season. And he's just another guy that just embodies, like, what we, what our team is about, you know. He started off on the practice roster like I did last year. Oh, wow. Uh, they had yeah. him on the practice roster for, like, nine games. And he came out last year. And, it, like I said, man, if you follow the CFL, you'll hear about these type of guys. Right. He, last year, he ended up breaking three CFL records. And that was after he was on the, after he was on the practice roster for nine games, you know. Wow. was the quickest player to ever get to 1,000 yards for season. And like I said, man, he's showtime. Wow. And like I, and, 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 and like I said, man, we just got players throughout, yeah. our, throughout, our, throughout our offense. And really our defense is really still stacked. We have the best front seven in the, in the CFL, in my opinion. Okay. Our, our four, uh, the four D linemen that we have, big time. I mean, big time. Don't, don't nobody want to hit those guys. And then our linebackers, our secondary is – just crazy. So, I mean, I can go on for days about all the type of talent that we have up here. Okay. But like I said, man, if you guys have the time, you're not doing anything. There's actually a CFL game on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's not my team, but there's there's one on tonight. And like I said, man, it's just it, there's talent up here. There's there's big there's big plays being made every week. Yeah. And you, you're 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 just going to be entertained. Okay. So real quick before we get out of here, we got a couple minutes. What's been the best off season experience? Off season? And I want to know the truth. Don't give me no don't give me the the uh the athlete quote. I want I want to know what's been the best the party, was it the champagne? What what was it? <laughs> I want to know. Uh well, I I'll say this, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the best off season off season experience for me was just being back with my daughter, you know, like right. that's that's all that's that's always gonna be my number one. Uh, I didn't get to see her much last season, so right, being right. uh being her out out of out of out of football was great. But yeah. the best time I had um, all after after we won the cup was probably whenever we came back to Edmonton. Man. We came back to Edmonton the day after we won the Great Cup. Yeah, and oh man, if you follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Almighty underscore. 3s so almighty threes uh you follow me on instagram i have a video of just how many people came out to show us love and support us and just you know that how many edmontonians was just happy that we had brought the city back to uh its championship type glory Mm -hmm. and man the 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 party that we have 
Um, I actually, you know, I promote a few clubs out here while, while I'm up here. So we go out and we have a good time. And the guys, the club promoters that are here, they show us a good time at Prive and Studio 107. So it's, it's just really like, uh, like I said, man, the best thing I would say was that that day we came back and the 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 parade, the parade was crazy. There was just so many people that I didn't know, you know, followed us and followed the uh, followed the game the CFL uh, the CFL CFL game, but. It was pretty big, man. Right. Okay. Well, you heard it here. We got it. We do got to get out of out of studio. We are running out of time, but hey. you heard it here first from Shakir Bell. Go ahead. Then my one more thing. Sir. I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Zelon Tipton. He finally uh, lost his life. Uh, yeah. Two days ago. Yeah. Uh, Zerlon is a good guy. He played for the Colts for two years. And if anybody out there uh, knows Zerlon or uh, ever like watched him play or know him personally. Uh, I just want to let you know my condolences are with you guys, and uh, my heart is real heavy. I know he has a daughter too, so I understand. Uh, I, I can, I can, can't even understand what his daughter's going through. So, yeah. just wanted to give awareness to that, and everybody that's out there, if you guys are carrying guns, just please be safe with your gun. Yes, I agree with that. Thank you for that. Thank you. And yes, I did read about the story about Zerlon Tipton, and yeah, condolences as well, coming from the Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show, coming from myself personally. Uh, Thank you for that. Thank you for calling in. I'm pretty sure we'll hear from you no soon. Next coming weeks. We've got to get D-Walk on the show as well. Happy birthday. I, I did see you. the Snapchat. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully he's woke. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, appreciate you calling in. Uh, you listen to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk Show. Y'all check out the Edmonton Eskimo CFL. Thank you, Shakir Bell, for calling in. And we will catch you all tomorrow for Friday's show. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.